Chapter 65 Eggs and Bakey The yapping of a distant dog woke Daryl from his surprisingly deep and even more unsettling, restful sleep. He lay there for a moment trying to ignore the morning light before he sat bolt upright like he had slept in and was late for work. God damn it, Daryl whispered to himself as he rubbed the back of his head. I'm still in this fucking nightmare. Electricity ran through his body as his hand found the small knot that rose out of his skull. He pulled off the ski mask and grimaced as the threads stuck to the dry blood of his wound. In the early morning light, it was deemed out of style, so he discarded it. Daylight brought all kinds of drama to a large black man wearing a ski mask rolled into a beanie, carrying a gun and an envelope stuffed with ten grand in cash. He didn't want to look too on brand, given the shitty luck that was raining down on him. Using his best WebMD logic, he kept pressing the impact zone on his skull, believing that if he could touch it without too much pain, it wasn't going to kill him. He felt hungover, even though he hadn't had a drink in over a week. He assumed it was a side effect of the concussion, and hoped a nice coffee with some eggs and bacon, followed by rolling around in $30,000, would fix him right up. Flashes of the previous night rushed through his mind, taking away the upbeat feeling that had been gathering steam. There was a sense of regret that had come to the surface. He had been so close to getting the job done, and he could have done it all by himself, but as usual he overthought it. More memories of the night before began to surface. There was so much danger and blood and running and police and Ray and Ray on fire. It was like a shitty 80s movie. Daryl frantically pat himself down, looking for his gun, and breathed a sigh of relief when he found it, still safe and sound in his waistband. He was finally done with this shit. He just wanted to go home and forget all this ugliness, but he needed to see Jake first and punch him squarely in the face. He pulled out his phone and unsurprisingly, text messages from Jake filled his notification screen and Daryl didn't even check the messages. He just went straight to his contacts and called him. This motherfucker, Daryl said as he put the phone to his ear. He dead. The phone seemed to ring for a couple minutes and he expected that it would go to voicemail before the muffled sounds of a repeating drum in a wind tunnel came through from the other side. Daryl looked at the phone to make sure he had, in fact, connected with Jake's number, and sure enough, the screen displayed his name and the seconds counting up. Jake? Daryl said stiffly into the phone. A deep whoosh came from the phone, and Daryl stood up, raising his phone to God above, thinking that may help him get better reception. He brought the phone back to his ear, but the whooshing and distorted drum were still there. Jake, come on, man, Daryl spat into the phone. Where are you? Running! Jake's distant voice replied almost immediately. Jake? Daryl yelled. What did you say? Running. I'm running, Jake said between pants before the phone went dead. Jake. Jake! Daryl yelled into the phone. Daryl looked at the phone and, seeing the call had ended, started shaking it. Damn it, Daryl said under his breath. You're double dead now, motherfucker. He looked off into the distance, trying to get his bearings, before going back to the phone and pressing Jake's name in the recent call list. The phone rang again as Daryl paced around the rooftop until the ringing suddenly stopped and the phone came to life. Hey, Jake said brightly. About fucking time, man, Daryl hissed. Where? You've reached Jake and he's busy now with the zombie apocalypse, Jake interrupted, continuing his light-hearted tone. Just so you know, I'm probably dead, so don't come to my funeral, cause I'm gonna fucking eat you if you do. A loud beep sounded in Daryl's ear. 
Jake, call me fucking back, Daryl said, walking to the edge of the roof. I'm not in the mood for any more of your fucking jokes. Daryl ended the phone call and sat down on the roof with his feet dangling over the edge. I can't believe this guy, Daryl said to himself as he began to ease himself down. This asshole is going to get me killed. He hung from the roof by his hands and then let himself drop the couple of feet to the ground. He tried to ignore the rush of blood that went to his head as he landed. Dying of the side effects from blunt force trauma was at the bottom of his to-do list. As he was straightening up, he saw a pair of raggedy shoes connected to a pair of torn pants, and his eyes followed the legs up till he found himself face to face with a vagrant. The shoes were covered in blood, but Daryl knew they were a pair of Adidas Stan Smiths in the all-white-slash-all-blood colorway. What the fuck do you want? Daryl hissed. The zombie growled and bared its teeth, reaching for him, but Daryl was already taking a step sideways away from him. If Daryl wasn't pissed already, he was now, and this was the last thing he needed, some asshole trying to fuck with him. The vagrant was short and looked like Kevin Hart. He was clearly no match for Daryl, which annoyed him even more if that was possible. He looked around the park to see if anyone was in the vicinity and, most importantly, witnessing what was about to happen. All right, if that's the way you want to play it, Daryl said as he took the gun from his waistband. He racked the slide of the gun and aimed it squarely at zombie Kevin Hart's forehead, but that didn't stop him. He kept coming for Daryl. The end of the gun was the only thing stopping him from coming closer. I'm not the guy you want to fuck with right now, Kev, Daryl said, twisting the gun. He looked around the park one more time and saw no one was around, but he still decided, even though L.A. didn't need another mentally challenged homeless person, he wasn't going to kill him. Zombie Kevin Hart reached for Daryl's hand, and his head came apart before the sound of the gun firing filled the air. Daryl took a shocked step back as the body dropped to the ground in a bloody pile. A small stream of smoke came from the barrel and regret washed over Daryl. He had never killed someone before, and he couldn't understand why he had even entertained the idea in the first place. It was dumb. He was home free, and there was barely anything connecting him to the truck heist. There was no need to add a homicide to the list. Daryl heard a growl and looked up. There were ten zombies ten feet away, just standing there looking at him. But these ones looked in a lot worse shape than zombie Kevin Hart, and suddenly the previous night's events, combined with what Jake had said in his voice message, started to make sense. What the fuck is going on here? Daryl said to the group. Y'all okay? The gang of zombies began lumbering towards him. Now come on, guys, Daryl said while he backed away, still pointing his gun at them. I don't want no beef. His movement excited them, and they sped up as they released growls of bloodlust, and Daryl didn't hesitate, shooting the closest zombie in the chest, but the bullet didn't even slow him down. He just kept staggering forward. What the fuck, Daryl said before inserting another three bullets into his chest to similar effect. Daryl took the hint. It was finally clear that getting home and eating a nice plate of bacon and eggs was not going to be as easy as he thought. He turned and began sprinting away from them.